Well, hello there. My name is Jan Burt, and this is my podcast, The Burt Not Ernie Show, where we talk about God's promises and the hope those promises bring to our everyday lives. Whenever I meet somebody new, I introduce myself as Jan Burt and say, like Burt and Ernie, since it's easy to confuse my last name with a different one. And almost always, people smile when they think of Burt and Ernie. That got me thinking. I'm a Burt, and I'm not an Ernie. But how often do we live as if we're someone God never meant for us to be? Part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Hence the name, The Burt Not Ernie Show. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dig into God's promises. Hey, hey, and hello again, everybody. Jan Elbert here, and I am all fired up and ready to talk about God's promises today. And we are here for... Um, wow, golly, episode 53, 53 of the Burt Not Ernie Show. Thank you so much for being here. It really means a lot to me that you show up week after week. And also, I got to say, I hope you are staying warm, warm. If you're like in the Midwest, this middle kind of swath of the country where, oh, this crazy cold snap has taken hold and it's just hanging on, uh, like burr, that's pretty much all I can say to describe it, just burr. We are going to get up to like eight inches of snow over the weekend. And um, yeah, yeah, just cold, just cold. But then later next week, we're going to be back into the 30s. So I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Okay, we're looking at Psalm 32 today, verse eight. And I think I'm going to reference the, how about the NLT, the New Living Translation and the Amplified. So uh, I'm going to read from the New Living, the NLT first. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Okay, I love this. I love this verse. I may have actually mentioned this before. Um, I don't know, or maybe it was in my book. I'm not, I just, I know I've talked about it in different places, maybe in the prayer retreat group. Uh, maybe I've written about it. I, this, I love this verse. Psalm 32, verse 8. New Living Translation. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. Not for everybody else's life, for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Don't you love that? This isn't like a mass transit system that God has us on. Not at all. Not at all. Like you are flying solo in a Learjet. I mean, it is God's pathway for your life and God's pathway for my life, etc., etc., for everybody that is in the kingdom. Okay. Yeah. You can already tell why this verse has me pretty pumped up today. I'm sure like there's some big promises here, big, big promises here from the Lord God almighty. In just two sentences, we've got a lot. Uh, let me, let me tell you what the amplified says. Let me, let me grab that here. Okay. The amplified says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you who are willing to learn with my eye upon you. Let me read that again. I will, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you who are willing to learn with my eye upon you. Boom, baby. This is the stuff of belief right here. This is the stuff that ignites the fire of faith. You know what I mean? The New Living Translation starts out with the words, the Lord says. So uh, looky here, that means we need to pay attention. I need to lean in. I need to listen to what he's saying to me and and. You need to lean in and listen to what he's saying to you. He's talking to us, to his people. The Lord says, okay, so whenever I read that, I need to make the decision 
to do more than just casually read it or skim read. Anybody remember skim reading? Anybody else want to put their hand up and say, I was a world-class skim reader? Yeah, I can, I can do that. I can skim read. But let's not do that when we read the beginning of a verse when it says the Lord says. Let's opt instead to hear clearly just what it is that the Lord is about to say to us via his word. Because it's probably really important and so we probably really need to listen. Okay, what he says here in Psalm 32, verse 8, it's remarkable. It's This is life-changing. This is life-changing. Now, you may have heard me say before or read in my devotional book, The Power of God's Will, 40 Days of God's Promises, maybe you've read or heard me say that God's Word ought to change our lives. And why is that? Because God's Word is literally life-changing. If it isn't changing your life in a whole myriad of ways, let me ask you if you're maybe reading it by rote. Are you are you reading it as kind of, as kind of like this is on my daily Christian to-do list sort of? Possibly. If you read the Bible and you expect it to change your life, if you believe that you're going to read something that strikes awe in your heart and makes you adore your Lord even more than you did before you sat down and opened your Bible, um, you know, if you if you trust more and more that the God who made sure that you have his word in the first place, that you have the ability to read it, that if you're trusting that he's going to speak to you through that word, well, you're going to experience life change. You just will never forget that God's word is life changing. God's word is always meant to be life changing. Always. Never, ever forget that. And don't ever stop expecting it to have an impact, like to actually impact you in some way, some shape or some form every time you read it. I think it's okay in this case to have really high expectations. And uh, you know what? God is so good at saying, um, he kinda, he'll like raise the stakes. He'll say, oh, I see your high expectations. And I'm going to blow the door straight off of them. Watch this. He will bless you as you believe him to change your life whenever you read his word. Okay, so expect that. I'm serious about this. I think you can tell. Uh, let it change your life for the better because that's what God wants it to do. He wants it to change your life for the better, for the better. Okay, so what does this verse say? Let's look at it again. I will guide you. I will. I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you those of you who are willing to learn, and with my eye upon you. Okay, do you want to know what you ought to be doing with your life? Like, what's the big picture purpose of being on this planet? And then also like the smaller picture, like what what should I do over the weekend, Lord? And hey, look, if you've never like asked God what you ought to be doing over the weekend or where he would have you to serve others, or if there's, is there anybody, Lord, that I can maybe encourage today? Go ahead and ask him. I've I have had some crazy, amazing, just really cool things take place that I never would have experienced had I not just simply asked God and then did what he put on my heart to do. So if you want to know what you should do with your life, if you want to know what you should do with your life, ask him and ask expecting. Don't be a double-minded asker because James, the New Testament book of James tells us that a double-minded person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Okay, that's that's when I say don't be double-minded. That's not just me just saying stuff. That's what God's word says, and it's very direct. It directly says this. There are no ifs, ands, or buts. It just says um, you must ask in faith, believing that he's going to answer you because a double-minded man will receive nothing from the Lord. 
yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to receive nothing from the Lord. So I'm going to get my mind right, so to speak. I'm not going to be double-minded. Ask him what you should be doing with your life and expect him to answer because you're not double-minded either. You, you know, think about Christmas story, right? The, the lights on the tree and they're arguing over they green or, or blue, which, which strand is out. And she says, I'm not colorblind either. Well, don't you be double-minded either. Like hear me saying it in that, in that kind of snarky voice. You're not going to be double-minded on this. You're going to ask and you're going to expect an answer. And then you're going to, you're going to hear from the Lord. Ask and expect God to answer you. He wants to answer this prayer. He really does. Why would it be in his word that he's willing to guide you, that he wants to advise you if he doesn't want you to communicate with him about it? He's all about relationship, right? So communicate with him about what it is. What is the best pathway for your life? Where does he want to guide you? How does he want to advise you and counsel you today? What does it mean right now to have his eye upon you? Like, that's these are big questions, and you got a big God, so ask away. If it says that he can, if it says that he, uh, no, you know what? How about will? It doesn't say can, it says will. And you know how I feel about that word will. If it says that he will, because will means will, does it not? Will guide you along the best pathway for your life, then you can be certain that it actually means he will. He will guide you along not just some random pathway, this isn't all rando here, but along the best pathway for your life. There is no cookie cutter shaped, you know, thing here. Like this isn't cookie cutter leadership. That's not how God leads in your life. It is custom fitted to you. This pathway that he wants you on, it's custom fitted for you, perfected for you. That does not mean pain-free kind of perfection, which is what we want perfection to mean, but it does mean it's perfect, the perfect pathway for you uniquely. Look, God made you who you are. He has you living where you live. So it makes perfect sense that he would know just what pathway is best fitted for your feet, right? So that's where you want to trod. If he has an ideal place for your feet to walk, an ideal pathway, that's where you want to trod. Walk it out with him. Hey, look, crawl if you have to at times. Crawl it out with him if that's the only way you can move forward. But set your face like flint to follow wherever the Lord leads you. And then just grab hold of his powerful right hand and start walking, start walking. And while you're walking, right? While you're holding his hand and walking with him, because, you know, remember no child of God ever has to strike out on their own. No child of God ever has to strike out on their own. How good is that to know? Like when you're walking, you can remind yourself, I'm not on my own. God will never ask one of his children to just strike out on their own and figure things out. I'm being guided moment by moment day by day on the best pathway for my life. His eye is on me. That's This is good news, folks. Like even when you're moving forward into new territory, something new, you know, that can be intimidating. I don't, maybe that's just me. Or maybe that's like a 50-50 split. Like half the people are like, I love new territory. It's so exciting. And maybe the other 50% are like, uh, uh that's intimidating and feels, uh, I'm, I'm quaking. My knees are shaking. Uh, you know, even then, in walking into that new territory, moving forward, you're actually walking and working because, you know, we have to work 
you know, work was made before sin, right? Work was given to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden before sin. So um, don't fall into the trap of thinking someday when I have to work anymore, my life will be great. I don't know how great it will be because if God instituted work for us beforehand, and if the if the New Testament talks a lot about things we're going to do in eternity in heaven, in paradise, like, and a lot of them are kind of like work related, uh, maybe work isn't the bad guy we make it out to be. Maybe the way we work is more of the problem than just work. You want to walk and work from a place of rest, rest, because you're with him and he's with you every step of the way. So while you're walking on the best pathway for your life, God will also be advising you, like actually advising you. Uh, Whoa, anybody? That's good. That's so good. Anybody else need to know that today? I do. I do. Maybe I'm just talking to myself. If not, um, let me know. Find me somewhere on social media. Send me a text or email or whatever and let me know that I'm not just talking to myself. Like I, if I'm walking the best pathway for my life, I'm going to be advised by my good God. That's super cool. Okay. Um, And if I'm just preaching to myself or whatever, teaching, preaching, some of you know how I feel about um, saying that women preach. I don't have any problem teaching. Um, I don't really want to be a preacher. Okay. I'm using that word loosely if I'm preaching to myself, because I can't preach to myself, right? But um, teaching, teaching you, that's totally fine if it's just for me. But if that was an encouragement for you, um, if maybe you really needed to hear that today, you know what? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I mean that he will advise you all along the pathway of your life. Can we like start praying that perhaps like maybe this week, maybe even today? Lord, will you advise me today? He will. Lord, will you guide me and advise me? Watch over me, Lord. Instruct me. Teach me. Counsel me. Keep your eye on me, Lord. That's a solid prayer to pray. It really is. And he will answer. One of the best things I have learned um, just in my years of being a disciple of the Lord Jesus is to pray. And when I pray, to pray with belief, pray God's word to him. One of the best things I've learned to do is to pray God's word back to him with belief. I hope you do that too. You probably do. Look, this is not a mantra. This is not magic. This is the living and active word of God. You don't need a mantra. You don't need to have access to some tricks up your sleeve or something in your back pocket. No, you have access to God's throne room. We have access to the king of kings, the king of kings and to his word. So, you know, in your prayer time, go into the throne room, go into the throne room, enter into his presence via prayer with his word in your heart and on your mind and on your lips and talk to him. Talk to the king of kings, the king of kings, who is also your Abba father and ask him for exactly what he has promised in the Bible. He's a good God, is he not? And I do believe that he delights to hear us when we pray. And if you'd like to join the online prayer group that I host on, um, it's a private group on Facebook. We are gearing up for another prayer retreat event in March. I have sketched it out. I have nine um, key points that we're going to be talking about, and then we're just going to pray. And man, I promise I pray for the people in my group. I will put the link in the show notes, or you can just jump on Facebook and search for Praying Through the Storm Online Prayer Retreat, and we'll add you because um, it's February, March is coming up, and we need to we need to be a praying people and praying for one another and encouraging one another. So that free group is a great way to be a part of that. Okay, God is going to, going to, not might, not considering it, but is going to instruct you in the way that you should go. 
So talk to him about the stuff of your life, the exact stuff of your life. Listen, listen for what he will say to you. Talk to him and then listen. How's he going to instruct you? How's he going to instruct me if we're just not taking time to listen? Um, And then do exactly as he says. He's going to instruct you. So talk to him, listen to him, and then do exactly as he says. It is simple. Yeah, sure. It's, it is simple. But we also know that it's pretty difficult at the same time. Just because something is simple, like, yeah, I need to talk to God about it. And then I need to listen to him. And then I need to do what he says. Simple does not mean like it automatically happens. It can be difficult to do a simple thing. You know what I'm saying? But if you really make up your mind that you want to do what God wants you to do, you want every blessing he has for you, um, you want everything everything he has for you in this life, and you don't want to leave anything on the table, then that makes it pretty doable. You know, this is doable, doable. You have the Holy Spirit. You can get across this finish line and you can do it successfully. You don't have to end your life with a long list of regrets. You can lean in today, talk to him about the stuff of your life, listen for what he has to say, and then do what he says. It's This is doable and it's good. It's worth it. So, so worth it to do what he says after you've taken some time to talk to him, and then to listen to him. He's your Lord. He wants to teach you in the way that you should go. The Amplified says it that way. He wants to teach you in the way that you should go, in the way that you should go. Not like a totally 100% download about all the things of your whole life before you ever get started on on the pathway he has for you. That doesn't say that. It says he will teach you in the way that you should go. Look, they're going to be specifics, and God is perfect at details. He's perfect at specifics. So walk with him and be willing to let him teach you in the way, like, you know, along the way, as you go along with God, let him teach you. Not before it happens necessarily, but often sometimes in it, right as you are in it, going through it. Don't be shocked if that's when God is teaching you and guiding you and advising you in it, in it, not before it sometimes before it, but not usually. He will counsel you so long as you are willing to learn. Is that not great that the Amplified gives us that little extra caveat? Just so long as you're willing to learn. Be a good student of the word. Be a good student of the word. Be a good student in prayer. Be a good prayer. Be a good listener. All those things that you want your children to do in school, in college, uh, if you homeschool in your homeschool family, do you want them to want to, to be good learners, to be good students? to be a good listener, um, you know, you can also do those things. You want them to do those things in sports, um, academically, in their careers down the road, in their marriages, in their churches. You also do those things even at this point in time right now. Be a good student. Be willing to learn from the Lord. This is a daily choice for most of us. So, you know, choose wisely. When I uh, when I speak at conferences, I often will talk about choosing your hard. It's it's really easy to tie that in to the homeschool world because I would be lying if I said, oh, it's a cakewalk every day. Is it wonderful every day? In a lot of ways, it, it was. Homeschooling was fantastic. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I felt like I was back in the exact shape of the cookie cutter that I was made for. I mean, I really loved it. I loved that time with my kids. It was just fantastic. Was it also hard at the same time? You bet your bottom dollar it was. Yeah, so choose your heart. It's something I talk about in conferences because it's it ties in really easily with a lot of things, right? It's really important. That's why I'm mentioning it right now. Please choose wisely. Choose to be a good student. 
if you let that be your hard, that I'm going to choose to be a good listener, yeah, it's hard because you have to discipline yourself to be still in the Lord's presence and to really listen. And there may be some times when you're like, I don't think I'm hearing anything. There may be times when you think, "Uh, I heard something, but I don't know if that was God. Keep listening. That's that's how you choose your heart. Be a good student. And that choice is 100% up to you. So you just, I want to encourage you, make the best choice. God promises that his eye will be upon you. Choose your heart. Choose the best. Make the best choice. And then expect his eye to be upon you. Do you even like really want to consider the thought of doing life without the loving, protective, watchful eye of the Lord on you? Man, I'm telling you, I want him keeping a very, very close eye on me. Every single moment, like every step of the way, I want that. And I, you know, if part of getting what I want, you know, if I want his eye upon me, if I want him close to me, if I want him watching me out of his love and and protection and his care, if I want what I want, and that's what I want, if a part of getting what I want is to be willing to learn from him, yeah, okay, that's fine by me. I mean, I never... I will never, I never have, and I never will. I'll never get the short end of the stick with God. And you know what? Neither will you. My friend, you are never going to get the short end of the stick with your God. Okay, Um, I'm going to go back to the beginning, and I'm just going to read these verses once more. Like, I'm going to read them to you, and I'm going to read them for you. Like, this is me speaking a blessing over you today. And you just, just for a second, uh, kind of shut your mind off, if you if you know what I mean. I'm not talking about some weird metaphysical or meditation type. I'm not, no, just, just listen and be still. Don't let your mind think about what you're going to make for dinner right now. Just while I read these verses over you from these two different versions, the New Living and the Amplified, just hear these words and let them sink in. Don't let your mind be going 10 places at once right now. This is a, this is a blessing. So let it bless you. Let it bless you. And then, you know, consider this like an open door to really good life change if you need that right now. Like if you need, you know, things are feeling a little stagnant or you're just, you're tired, it's freezing cold, it's whatever it is. This can be, um, just let this bless you and encourage you that God's word is life-changing and he wants it to change your life starting today. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you from the Amplified, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you who are willing to learn with my eye upon you. Hey, God's promises are true for you, my friend. They really are. And they're not only true, they're true right now. They're true today in this exact moment in time. Okay. Um. Wow. I feel like I went kind of fast today. Uh, just a little, a little fast. I cut it about five minutes short. That's not too bad. So Lord bless you. I'm going to see you back here next time for episode uh, 54. Wow. And also, can I just ask you to share this podcast, please? Like share it via your social media or, you know, I don't know, text it to a friend. Just share about it, please. I'd love to get the word out. And um, the Life Skills Leadership Summit that I'm speaking at three times, it's coming up soon. Um, Look, I'm speaking three times, one on self-care, one about being a disciple while also making disciples. That's important. It's not either or. It's both and when it comes to discipleship. You need to be a disciple and make disciples. It's both and. And then one session is about um, kind of entrepreneurship. So if any of those interest you or if you're a leader of any sort, you know, hey, moms and dads, you automatically count. You're leading your family. 
um, no matter what other leadership roles you may or may not have, this is a good summit to look into. So I'm going to put the link for the free option in the show notes. And I'd love to personally hear your feedback on my sessions on um, self-care because that like shifts and changes throughout your life. And so it's kind of a, uh, it's, yeah, I think it's a good, it's a good summit session being a disciple and making disciples at the same time in entrepreneurship. So um, if you listen to any of my sessions, please give me your feedback. I'll see you next time. And um, I've got like a lot, several, several verses set aside for the coming like six weeks or so. And I am really excited. I feel like we're going to roll into springtime with some awesome promises. Springtime, you know, think about like if you live in a really cold place and you see that crocus beginning to push up through the snow, that is an amazing gift from God that that particular uh, beautiful and it's a rich, hearty green plant flower starts to just push up right through the snow. Is God not good? God is so good. So in the coldest place, you're going to see that beautiful new life, right? And there are some mountaintops that get like this particular kind of lichen that has this color that even the same exact plant in lower um, altitudes where it's warmer, it doesn't have the same beautiful coloring uh, that, that this lichen and the little flowers on it will get at certain times of year. Look, if it's a cold place in your life right now, you better be ready for there to be something rich and hearty and green beginning to push through that snow, that cold stuff. Spring is coming and I am pumped because I've got some stuff I'm going to be praying and believing for God to do in your life and some things I've already been praying over the podcast audience, the listeners. I want these things to speak to you and I believe that they will. Um, These are promises. They are for you. I'm going to speak them over you. I'm praying them for you and I'm believing God to do these things, to do above and beyond all you can think, ask, or imagine in your life come this spring. So hang with me this spring. And um, also one really important thing, remember, you are so dearly loved. Nothing, nothing, nothing can change that. Not even Satan himself can snatch you out of God's hand. Is that not good news? That's your news today. Okay, thank you so much for being here. Have a super wonderful blessed day. And if you are in this area where it's so bitterly cold, would you be careful and stay warm? Um, Just be cautious. It's cold out there. All right, I'm going to see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. I'm so glad you joined me for this episode of the Burt Not Ernie Show. It's an honor and a blessing to talk about God's promises with you. Have a fabulous day. And remember, part of knowing who you are is knowing who you're not. Lord bless. I'll see you next time.